It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Podcasting. To succeed at the races, you need an advantage. That edge is Bristnet.com. Racing's number one website has the value-added information not available anywhere else. Trainer and jockey stats, detailed pedigree data, exclusive Brist pace, speed, and class ratings, free membership, free handicapping software, race entries and results, handicapper selections, and so much more. For a true picture of how the race will be run, discover Bristnet.com, the official data source of the Kentucky Derby. Well, the first foes by complexity are due next year. If they look anything like their sire, they're going to be absolutely gorgeous. Astute horseman Mike Bryan, Ryan uh, picked complexity out of the sale for a bid of $357,000 in complexity. I proved once again that uh, Mike knew what he was doing by winning the grade one champagne stakes as a two-year-old, then going on to win a grade two Kelso and earn over 616000 he recorded a 110 by the day he beat Code of Honor in the Kelso, spent six furlongs in nine and three to break his maiden as a two-year-old at Saratoga, seven-eighths and 122 at Aqueduct, a mile and 134 and two at Belmont, and 133 and four the day he won the Kelso. Complexity was versatile, and he was fast. Trainer Chad Brown described him as, quote, a rare horse, an exceptional talent. He's by the popular McLean's Music, whose stud fee has climbed to 25000 in 2021 after sighing such great one winners as Complexity and Cloud Computing and Jackie's Warrior. Complexity's fee for 2022 is 12500 Stands and nurses over at Airdrie Stud. And Star of Night, a filly by Creative Cause, posted another stakes win over the weekend, her third in a row. This filly has been a model of consistency in 13 career starts. She has 11 wins in two seconds, and she's earned over 365000 Creative Cause, a proven grade one sire, is a grade one winner and a millionaire by a grade one winner and millionaire. That's Giants Causeway. Out of a grade one winner and millionaire, Dream of Summer. He stands for 7,500 stands and nurses. For more on the stands over at Airdrie Sud, call Ben or Jocelyn at uh, 859-873-7270. And the website is AirdrieStud.com. Horse capital of the world. It's Horse Tales with Ursula Ellis. And down the country come! We'll talk about the horses, the people, and the history of the thoroughbred industry. Oh, pull away, pull away. And it's Secretariat that wins it by two and a half lengths. Now, live from Kentucky's Bluegrass region, here's Ursula. Well, good morning, everyone, and we are here at the Thoroughbred Center out on the Paris Lexington Road. A beautiful sunrise this morning. Wasn't that something? I was going to say that. Did you see that, Ressie? Ressie's got uh, allergies and feels bad. You missed it. I'll take a picture and send you to you. It was gorgeous. The sunrise? Uh, Yes. Don't take a picture of Ressie. He'd break the camera (laughs) this morning. He needs a (laughs) medal. Break phone this morning. I mean, he came in and he feels bad. So thank you, Ressie, for bailing us out here. Woo! Yeah. 
that's a nice, nice thing to do. Yeah, and I blew it. I got to tell you. Um, I let's see what Denny Crumb's wife put up on Facebook or he somewhere. He just bought a horse. Huh? He just bought a, something he paid five, six hundred thousand for. He did. Yes. Denny. Yeah. Oh, contributing to the industry. Yeah. That's wonderful. But he's a, he's got partners in it, you know. But oh, that's, I bet you. That's it. I wonder how he got that much money coaching for Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, Mrs. Denny Crum put up a notice that Joe B. Hall will be 90 on November 30th, and he is in a nursing home in Louisville. Yeah. And they're encouraging people to send him a birthday card, and I've, I've lost where I wrote that down. So if you don't know where it is or where he is and all that stuff, if you can't Google it up, I'll... I promise I'll have it next Saturday because yeah. I thought that was really nice. What a nice guy Joe is. Yeah, Joe yeah. super guy. So yeah, I, I don't know what I did with the piece of paper. Went to all the trouble to write it down so we can talk about it. Yeah. It's gone. So I'll bring it next week, or you can check it out online. Yeah. So make him happy. Well, Michael Bruin has arrived. Yeah. Yes, sir. Good morning, Michael. Nice to see you, Ursula. Good to Once see you. Once again. Good. Yeah, yeah. Once a week, about all we Fabulous can stand. Fabulous week. <laughs> yeah. Did you see that sunrise? Oh, it's beautiful. Why wasn't it all the way across yeah. the sky? Yeah, yeah we had really. the, the full moon. We had the eclipse. Now Did we you the see the eclipse? Yes. I forgot. Oh. What, time, what, what time? What time? What time? It peaked at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my oh, God. Out loud. What do you mean? Crying out loud. What do you mean? Uh, party o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was on, a freaking party and hot. No. <laughs> Maybe umpteen years ago I would have, but that's okay. Was it a partial? No, it was almost a complete. Really? Oh, mm-hmm. geez, I'm going to look that up. And you were, you stayed up for it? No, I, I woke up actually. Oh, you I don't up. sleep through the night anymore. Around two o'clock, I wake up, pet my cat, read a little. Yeah, I do look that at the too. racing forum for half an hour, and it just happened to coincide with the. Clips, so. And then you fall back to sleep. Yeah. That's what Ursel does mm-hmm. every just, night, yeah. don't yeah. you? Well, I woke up at, well, it wasn't quite two. I woke up at four this morning. But what I did, you know, I'm, I've got the catalog sitting there, Keenan catalog, so I turn the light on and I read it until I go to sleep. Did you see the average? Of, it's unbelievable. Oh, uh, yeah. money, money, yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen to this. The average was up nine, well, 20%, 19.9% over last year. And the medium was up sixty point nine percent from it was thirty seven thousand and last year it was twenty three thousand. Wow, smaller full crop and more money. <laughs> well, and when you borrow money to buy these big things in inflation, you want to borrow as much as you can now because you pay it off with dollars that weren't well, didn't worth as much as now. So I remember when Jimmy Carter was it was president. I knew this girl and she and her husband each went out and bought a car. Both of them. They'll pay it off with cheap money. So there you go. There you yeah, go. Those are the smart people. Yeah, those Me, are the I don't smart really, people. I don't, I don't know either. I don't know. Yeah. The, the smart ones. Good. I just go to the gas station, whatever it takes to fill. That's what it takes. You know, Ooh, what are you going to do? It's not going to change anything by being mad. <laughs> it's going to have to go someplace on the gas. But anyway. This is a very exciting time in horse racing. Most people think this is the kind of the doldrums because we're done with the Breeders' Cup and we're done with the Triple Crown and we're done with this and done with that. But I'll tell you, when when uh, 
in the when we're heading in towards winter in the late fall and you get and you get Tampa Bay Downs and you get Oakland Park and you get the fairgrounds all opening it's fabulous. Yeah. And you look down there and envy those yeah. people in that warm weather. You forgot Turfway. Oh yeah, Turfway's opening too. I like going to Turfway. Yeah. When does Turfway open? I don't know. There's, there's I think, no books over there though yet. I think uh well Churchill goes until what the uh, just for another week or two. Yeah, I saw that somewhere, and, and I don't Turfway, remember what it was. Yeah, and Turfway goes. And good old Turfway. Nothing like going to Turfway, being in the last well, race. People would be wanting to make their travel plans yeah. to go to Oakland Park, to Hot Springs. Ooh, yeah. Because on That's April, a track I always wanted to go to. Well, I'm going to give you a reason to go, because yours truly is going to be the keynote speaker for the Arkansas Breeders Awards Program. At Oakland Park. No. Oh, my God. I wish you had television and saw the look on his face. He wish he went back to bed now. <laughs> Never mind getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my goodness When gracious. is that, Michael? Oh, here huh? they are. Here's a Turfway book. Russie, Ray, Ray Russie, the, the crack, the crack uh, horsetails research department is at work. And oh, Russie's just uh, here. Russie's he, come up with it. He feels terrible. And we're proud of Russie showing up because he's. Allergies, you know. Like oh, no. Allergies, and I'll say, yeah, it's terrible. The first race, let's see, should say, on the front there, this is the holiday meat steaks. No. December 2nd. Oh, okay. Thursday, December the 2nd. My gosh, I can't believe that it's almost December. Where did this go? I know. There it goes. It's just unbelievable. There it goes. It's been interesting. Boy, times have changed, Jackie. What? For maiden thrills and up, $62,000 purse. My God, we used to mm-hmm. run for ten. Yeah. Or we 8500 Yeah, that's just <laughs> unbelievable. Maiden claiming $30,000 claimers, well, that's about 29000 Well, they got down where we used to run. They don't, have them, they don't run them as cheap as we used to run them. <laughs> uh, well, here we are, claiming price $5,000, purse 13000 that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, well, I'm still not going back and training. Well, go check on the RNAs cold. at Keeneland. <laughs> the R. The very, the, yeah. <laughs> you might be able to get a horse or two. We'll go up to Turfway and. Don't want to. Pull a boondoggle. <laughs> well, it's, it's cold, and I drive by, and I think about going into the training train. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Ooh, too cold. Too cold. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was it was tough racing up there at night. Oh, but the Boy, thing the is, the wind would come across there and kick up that sand, and wow. Well, but now you can be inside warm, right? They've got a building now, right? I don't know. Do they? I don't know. I haven't been up there. I got to go find out. I got to. We'll call Chip Bach and have him. Tell yeah, us. I didn't think about that. Well, gee whiz. See, but what you got to do is after you leave, you got to go through White Castle, get a whole bunch of White Castle. Oh. <laughs> the worst hamburger in the history oh, of the it's world. Wonderful. It's so mushy. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I love it. Inedible. <laughs> Inedible burgers. Oh. Steamed burgers. Yes. Love them. They used to, when we were yeah. in high school, they said it was kangaroo meat. <laughs> well, that probably well, was better. It was cats. <laughs> it was cats? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was Chinese food. Was Chinese oh eating God. cats. Yeah, yeah. Well, now that we've gotten everybody's appetite, if you want to go on a diet, just call the show and uh, you won't eat for a week. 
Did you have Adam Bowman when he rode that horse that paid $48.20? No, was that at Parks during the week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah look at that. He, put, he rode three races that day. This is our little friend from the training center. He went to jockey school. He won on a horse that went off at 23 to 1, paid 48.20. He ran second, got beat by the odds on favorite. On a, he was on a 10 to 1 shot. And then he finished third on something that was uh, 15 to 1. Wow. I'm sorry I missed that, I'll tell you. Well, you know, uh, I just you do, daydream. You wish you had a real nice little something and send it up there and say, do it. You know? I, we always keep He was such a good such kid. A nice little guy. Oh, and I'm telling you, work hard. Nobody had a work ethic like that guy. Yeah, I know. Worked out all the time. And he weighed 105 pounds with his tack. Is that right? Is that what he weighed? <laughs> yeah. I forget. <laughs> nice guy. Stripped, he weighed about 94. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see where Joel Rosario ends up. He'll, uh, Joel doesn't like it cold, so he won't be at Aqueduct too long. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he'll be going to one. Of, he'll be going to Gulfstream or California, someplace warm for the. Yeah. Now, is it's Del Mar still open? Mm-hmm. How long is Del Mar? I think Del Mar's just open for another week or so. maybe and then they, maybe where just they through go? the week, and then they go up to Santa Anita. I think Santa Anita opens. I can't remember. It's the day after. I think it's the day after Thanksgiving. Did they run all winter, Santa mm-hmm. Anita? Yeah. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Huh. I didn't, Santa I didn't really ever Santa get Santa Anita is beautiful. It is I've pretty. been there and seen it. <clears throat> but somehow I never really got into the knowing when those tracks were open. And now they're changing their dates, too, because they're expanding it at Oakland Park. Because I'm going to be the guest speaker. They've had to add more racing dates to Oh huh? my God! Got it right. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> now, how did I get to Bill? I'm sure, here? they didn't think so. Huh? <laughs> I want Turfway Park. It keeps Turfway Park renovations. There we go. We've got some photographs now. I don't know if that's a photograph or an architect's drawing. It looks pretty snazzy. So it's going to be beautiful. We'll replace grandstands, and we'll. Well, I guess they're using the tents again. I don't know. I just can't quite. Final beam placed at Turfway Park. Open next summer. Oh, next summer. That didn't open this winter. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. No, no, no. That's, uh. Drafty old tents. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. 
Well, at least, we didn't, at least we didn't have put up with ten stack, you know. I know. Yeah. They used to have a good... Uh, well, you can always bet it online. You can go to the Red Mile and bet it. Yeah. Go to someplace inside. <laughs> yeah, anywhere inside. I wonder why they tore the grandstand down. I thought didn't see anything wrong with it. Of course, they haven't been up there in a while. Because uh, they're going to do a casino in there. And oh, of I course. do believe. Uh, do you think they could have just remodeled it or something? But I don't know. It was interesting. Than tearing the whole they thing. sure had a good track kitchen. It was a good one, wasn't it? It was a good one. Yeah, going there and eat. Not bad. So what's going on with old DeFrent? Well, let's see. You had put up a picture of Alphabet Soup, was it, online? Yeah, Leanne Crosley did a really nice story on Alphabet Soup, and and Steve Haskin did one, too. To Steve, Steve was commemorating his Breeders' Cup victory, and Leanne was talking about, you know, he's being an old campaigner and still hanging in there, you know? Yeah, it's nice. So he's 30 years old, about to be about to be 31. He's something. So, yeah, and all the new horses seem to be we got a uh we got a new horse from Samantha Siegel named Hair of the Cat. Hair of the Cat. Yeah. H A R E or H A R? H A I R. I R. Okay, hair. Well, as in we don't have any. What? Hair. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Let me draw you a picture here. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm a little... A bunch of bald guys in here. Haven't you noticed? <laughs> no, we all wear hats. That's why. All we need is, is uh, Doc Copeland here with us. Yep. Be three of a kind. You know, he still goes to a barbershop. Yeah, I do, too. Oh, you're kidding. No, I like going to the barbershop. You're Steve's pissing your barbershop. money away, too. <laughs> well, I like going to Steve's barbershop. They do. Yeah, Jackie gave me a cut last night. Yeah. Well, there you go. All you need is a pair of clippers. Yeah, dog clippers. I like the people in there. I like the barbers. <laughs> I like the clippers. people. Yeah, they're dog clippers. I thought they were the clippers you got out of the tax shop to, 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 to do bridal pass and things yeah. like that. Yeah, well, the same thing. Okay. It just sounds better than dog clippers. <laughs> <laughs> you get what you pay for. <laughs> I wonder why I was having an urge to bark. You save money, but... Mm-hmm. If I start barking, you know what? Yeah. Smooth balls outside. Huh? Your food falls outside, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Steve's Barbershop in Versailles I go to. Oh. I've been going there for years, and it's, it's a great place, and people are really nice. You get all the, low, you get all the latest news. And, yeah, you know, they say women and it, gossip. And if you have to wait, you just have the racing for them. You handicap the races while you wait. There you they go. They do a fabulous <clears throat> job. And now, the, now the one in Paris is uh, at the end of the same block that Lille's restaurant is in. And they have guys that come in, at uh, including the barber himself, that play guitar and play uh, banjo and everything, and, and they're really, really good. So you can sit in there and get entertained while you're getting your hair cut. Get you know? I told him you should put in a, put in a, an adjunct of Ralph Quillen's brewery. Mm-hmm. There you go. A little, you know, who'd care about it? Dad, to wait. Yeah. Ralph's Put a little got trap a trap on the wall and bing bang. Yeah, there you go. Ralph's got a big sale for Black Friday. As he now? Yeah, not halters, but Quill, everything Quill else. Quill and tack, what's he selling? Quill and tack, yeah. Go get your Christmas presents over there. Now, Black Friday is the day after Thanksgiving, right? Yes. I never participated. But I don't participate. No. In it. no. no I, I, I try to stay away from that. I'm afraid I get run over. Well, there, there's leftovers at home. All you have People to do is People will kill you for 5% off, you know. Oh, I know, I don't, yeah. yeah. 
no court will convict them either. They were just trying to get a bargain. It's the yeah. American way. <laughs> oh, shoot. So have you got your tours and stuff going? Mm-hmm. But just till the end of, uh, just till just after Thanksgiving next week. Then we take a couple of months where we just do private tours so people can call and make a reservation. We charge more, but it's colder, so. Yeah, you know, exactly. We'll get, we get a little cold pay. Yeah, when you do those, does everybody ride in a golf cart, or do you mm-hmm. watch? Well, it depends oh. on what they want to do. Oh, okay. At those prices, <laughs> yeah. they will do whatever they want. Yeah. Get the wheelbarrow out. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Whatever they want, this what will do. Oh, good. But the tours have been uh, have been really good lately, and um, uh, you're going to be really mad at me now because you, uh, you know who came to the farm day before yesterday and did a lot uh, an interview. Who? Rhoda. Oh. Oh, is she still in town? Yeah, uh, she's going to come back, and she's going to be on the show in a couple weeks. I oh, think good. Yeah. Rhoda Ferreira. Yeah. Yeah. She she's does a great with, job. She's with the uh, Hall of Fame now. Yeah. Saratoga. Uh, yeah, but Saratoga. She moved up there, you know. Because I got to know her when she was head librarian out at, uh, out at Keeneland. Lovely, lovely lady. Yeah. yeah. Very smart. She was, Boy, she's, she's doing some, uh, she's doing a curriculum, a high school curriculum on, uh, with, that includes, uh, that includes the history of horse racing, so. It's Good. really a cool idea to have that at the museum, so when high school kids come by, they can. That's great. You know, you be know, educated. Central Kentucky Riding for Hope, they have high school classes out there. Isn't nice. that neat? Yeah, yeah it's, it's really nice. Very Andy, Andy well Barr is doing a sur- survey now of uh, of uh, equine assisted therapies. And Good. It's, and there's a there's a serious bundle of money involved in in this getting it from uh, from from Congress and and from the federal government to, that's going to support a lot of these equine programs that help veterans and and uh, and and people with disabilities and, yeah. and, and and all of that. So I I'm going to I'm supposed to talk to him or his staff. I'm not sure who's going to call on Tuesday. Good. Um, he's also gotten some kind of tax break thing going, um, legislation to ease tax burdens. Uh, if, if it passes, changes to the tax laws favorable to owners and breeders. That would be the three-year depreciation schedule would be permanent no matter what their age. So that's all very yeah, that's good. picky-tacky and picky, yeah. but he knows no, no, what most he's the doing. Money, though. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He's a good guy. Yeah. Now in New York, there's a movement uh, in the state legislature to take all the casino money that goes directly to the taxi and take it someplace else. So. Yeah, New York. Mm-hmm. Where are they going to take it? Any place they want it. They, you know. Whew. But they haven't passed it, and it's just a yeah. right now. It's follow just a, the money. Follow the money. Always. Gee, yeah, we, Peter's involved with that. They're saying, you know, we should who? Peter. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. they just want to get rid of it. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Scary bunch. Well, Saturday at Aqueduct, the $150,000 Artie Schiller Stakes was won by Mandate, a four-year-old son of blame, bred in Kentucky by International Equine Holdings. Mandate is a $200,000 graduate of the Keenan September sales. He's earned over 238000 now. He's a seventh 2021 stakes winner by blame. Six others have placed in stakes this year. And there, here's a statistic that should really open your eyes. 13% of blame's foals 
have earned black type. Now, that's folds we're talking about. You talk about starters, 17% of his starters have earned black type. Blame C is 20,000 stands of nurses. Then the next day, also at Aqueduct, the $150,000 winter memory stakes was won by Plum Ali, a three-year-old filly by First Samurai, bred by Arthur Hancock over at his stone farm. This was by no means the first dance for Plum Ali. After breaking her maiden first time out as a two-year-old at Saratoga, she won the juvenile filly stakes at Kentucky Downs, followed by a score in the grade two Miss Grillo at Saratoga. She's placed in two other graded stakes, one at Keenan and one at Aqueduct, and she's earned over $676,000. First Samuel I is a multiple grade one winner by Giants Causeway, and he started five millionaires, among them his stable mate out of Claiborne Farm, Lee. Lee started uh, gibberish just uh, a few days ago. She won the grade three turn back the alarm stakes at Belmont. Lee's fee is but by 5,000 stands in nurses. First Samurai's 10,000 stands in nurses. Inquiries to Bernie Sams at 259-987-2330. And the website is ClaybornFarm.com. Well, the first so folks over at Indian Creek want to thank people for those who showed an interest in their consignments, especially those who bid on them. They had a very, very successful sale over at uh, Indian Creek because, you know, they've They've got a, a whole lot going for them when it comes to the sales because, uh, you know, they have uh, raised and sold many major stakes winners both here and abroad down through the years. First saw the light of day over at Indian Creek, and they sold one of the, many of the world's finest thoroughbreds as far as that go. You know, they're closely affiliated with the Clay Ward Agency, which was uh, insures thoroughbreds. It was founded back in 1931 by Mr. James Clay Ward. And, uh, you know, he was very successful right through the, the uh, uh, Depression uh, because of uh, his thorough knowledge of the horse business and he gave great service. And those, uh, those qualities are carried on today over to Clay Ward Agency. So if it pertains to the thoroughbred, the professionals over to Clay Ward Agency uh, are the great people to, de- to deal with. That's Shaq Parrish and Bruce Isaacs and John Hess. Give them a call. 859-987-1861, the main the office right there at 1102 Main Street in Paris. Uh, as two outfits you should know something about if you're in the horse business, Indian Creek, where they, uh, they board horses and they are represented at sales. And, uh, of course, the experts are pre- preparing horses for sales. And let me, let me give you their website. It's... Uh, IndianCreekKY.com. Great people. McClay Ward Agency. The number is 987-1861. 1102 Main Street in Paris, Kentucky. You're listening to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. See Michael sprung for a racing form today. Spring for him all the time now. $11 plus Ooh. tax. Ooh. Amazing. Remember when Pat, when you worked for the racing form, Patrick would sell them out of Keeneland? Yeah. <laughs> they were, what were they at that time? They were a dollar, I think. Yeah. Wander around with his, under his arm and racing form, you know, that's fun. Doing the sales. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had. Nice. Yeah. I'd have Enterprising a, fellow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I paid him. <laughs> but anyway. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's. Uh, I thought it was a good idea, you know. Oh, he sold the hell out of them out there, you know. People, 
you know, the blood horse was giving them away. They'd put them on pin benches out there and everything. Everybody was, and uh, but we were selling racing forms. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Hell, I remember when they were a quarter. Is that right? I don't yeah. remember. The, yeah. You know, I don't remember. They used to go to the bookies with Daddy downtown, you know. And yeah. Get the old Drake's Hotel, and they had a wonderful bookie. And uh, they racing farms were It quarter. seems to me it went from like a dollar to $11 in like two days. And it, <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. When did it make that yeah. jump? You know, as soon as they decided they wanted everybody to get it on the Internet. Yeah, that's Print it out thing. yourself. Really, yeah, you know, use up it. a lot of ink, do all that kind right. of stuff. Amazing. Of course, they used to carry charts and everything, too, now. I know. They don't carry the charts. You get so much less. Yeah. You right. pay more and get, get less. less. That's what you, that's what they would say if I had a department store. You know, you pay more and get less. The old-fashioned <laughs> charts like I used to print in the uh, in the racing form, you can get them free uh, off of a Brisnet, B-R-I-S-N-E-T, to get those charts. That's right. Yeah. But you have to print them out. Well, you have to print them out. Yeah. It's your ink, your paper. Pardon? Your ink, your paper. Yeah. Well, right. That's okay. correct. Yeah. So... Do you do that, or do you just look at them no. sometimes? I look at them on the internet, but I don't. I don't print them out. Yeah, I go through the racing form of racing. I go through Brisnet every every night and every morning. You get the late results. Tracks all over, including Puerto Rico. Yeah, I got to know where things are. You know yeah. who's winning, who's not. Well, you know, is Laurel running now? Yeah. Yeah. Did you by any chance watch Laurel? Yes. Yesterday or the day before. No, I it is deep, my goodness. Every time a horse put his foot down, it looked like it went in six inches. Is that right? Yes, it was. Did you notice that, Michael? That was amazing to me. Watch, no, I didn't. I wasn't watching Laurel. They were going, well, I, you know, they go to Laurel and they go to this one and that one. I wasn't watching Laurel on purpose, but I saw all these, <clears throat> excuse me, dark holes. You know, when yeah. their horse hits the ground, it goes in. I thought that was interesting, and I thought they had rain, but maybe not. So here are those charts I was talking about. These, these are the stakes. I, do. I pull these as the charts off for uh, uh, Kentucky Thoroughbred Owners and Breeders Association, the Kentucky Bred Stakes winners last week. You know, I got all the charts. Up. Yeah, look at that. Looks nice, and it's so neat and organized. Yeah. <laughs> Did you detect a note of sarcasm in your head? <laughs> <laughs> it must be done by a computer. <laughs> yeah, right. Otherwise, maybe not. Okay, now this is very important news I just got what? on the Internet here. Up in New York, our farm in New York, yeah. the Capital Region Gives Back. They have a big celebration of uh, the Capital Region Gives Back event. Uh, Saratoga Living and Capital Region Living uh, have their – it's a charity event, and they're doing 10 – uh, honorees for uh, for their donations, and you have to vote. Oh, uh, it actually looks like it could be a lot of fun. I wish it, I wish it lived a little closer. I might go to this. Where? When is it? I'm checking right now. Huh? That is old friends. It's going to be at. It's going to be in Saratoga Springs. Ah, oh. but the cool part is that nine out of the ten. Uh, nominees are human. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Huh. But one of the ten is not. What? Which one is that? Zippy Chippy. Chippy. Oh, have fun. <laughs> Zip, <laughs> Zippy Chippy. He might finally win. win yes. <laughs> he might beat these, you know, people like the horses a lot better than the people oh, sometimes. And so since funny. he's the only one representing an entire species. <laughs> How old is he now? He is, I believe, 30, maybe 32, 31 or 32. Yeah, we've talked about Zippy Chippy for 10 years. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh. I can't win. The all-time loser. The all-time. Yeah. <laughs> probably finished second by a nose in the contest just because yeah, that's the way that's it is. funny. His whole reputation depends on it. That's funny. He's the only horse old friends ever paid for. Is that right? I had to pay that guy, Felix. God rest his soul. <laughs> God rest his cheap soul. Yeah, there was sarcasm there. <laughs> yeah. So how come? Was it a He killer? wouldn't give him to us, and he wouldn't retire the horse, and I mean, it was brutal. And poor, Did you claim him? Huh? No, he gave him. By this time, he'd taken him off the track because no track would have him. He is literally, I think, the only horse in the history of horse racing to be banned at every track in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> and it was truly, they truly passed it. I mean, for being unfair to the betting public. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, because, you know, three or, you know, there were, I think, three times in a row he just stayed in the gate. Oh, he that's just dwelt, so funny. He just said, I don't I think it. today I'm not going to, no, this is not, <laughs> I'm not that interested. Now, how old was he when you got him? He wasn't, he, he was like, I think, well, let's see. Like 12 or something? Yeah. How many starts did he make? Hundreds. A hundred, even a hundred. Oh, for a hundred. Oh, for a hundred. I started calling <laughs> Felix when he when he won ninety when he lost ninety three. Yeah. And he and Felix said, "Well, I don't know, I don't know." And then he got a lawyer involved, and I had to oh sign all these legal God. documents. He sold the he sold the movie rights to Zippy's life to Walt Disney. You're kidding? No. My. And he says a book. A guy, a Canadian guy, wrote a really good book about him. Big thick. Look, I think Random House published it. Oh I mean, that would make a great story. It yeah. is, a, it is a great story, especially the one you know, where they almost disqualified him. The horse had finished in front of him. And he I was there that day, and he so would have won, but they didn't. <laughs> but he so got all funny. his money. Everybody knew he was going to lose, but he got he who would always seem to me always go off as the four to five, three to five favorite at the fairs because everybody wanted a souvenir ticket just in case it was his last loss. Yeah. Oh, that so is, everybody that's so bet him funny. down to two to five. <laughs> <laughs> Who was he by? Do you remember? I can't remember. Yeah, something. We'll have to pull a pedigree on. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is so fun. I can Zippy, do that. Zippy. I get it over. Is, is, is he in good shape and everything? He's grouchy. Oh, he's grouchy. Yeah. Well, all us old people are grouchy. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Speak for yourself. He's Jackie. grouchy. Well, I'm grouchy. It's time to be grouchy. And the well, Joanne and everybody at Cabin Creek takes just good care of me, so he's a piece of work. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> he just, it's my way or the highway, and he's, he wasn't. Uh, he's 30 years old now? Mm-hmm. Okay. 30-something, I think. Well, I can 30, 31, I'm, I'm, 32. Remind me that. to pull a pedigree on this horse when I, I get will. home. I will. The fun. crack research department is on it right now. Rusty's going to find out all this important information. I can find it. Yeah. He's working right through his 
desperately feeling. Yeah. So I, I called. I, I had to sign all these papers, and I paid five thousand dollars for. Them. No kidding. I mean, he's raised over a hundred grand for old friends, so he oh. certainly earned his keep. I mean, yeah. His lifetime earnings didn't start till he quit. <laughs> <laughs> That is so fun. I just love it. Oh, Lordy. Zippy, chippy. Well, I expect he got a pretty good thing from Disney. I suppose he did. He uh, he used to take him around to used car lots on Saturdays. People get their picture taken with Zippy. (laughs) Oh, that is just... And he kept telling everybody, oh, Zippy loves Felix. He's going to really miss Felix. Felix showed up at Cabin Creek one day to see him after he retired, after Zippy Chippy retired, and Zippy tried to tear his hair (laughs) Tear his head off. He says, I hope he's not coming to get me again. I'm oh. not going to any balloon fest, you know, at some funny. used car lot. That is so funny. Oh, but he got him. You know, he got him. He traded in an old pickup. That's oh, how he oh, got oh, him. Is that He right? traded an old pickup for My Zippy God. Chippy. Oh. <laughs> that I don't is, think the, I can... And I don't think the pickup ran faster than Zippy. Zippy. <laughs> I can see why Disney was interested, because that's funny. It's a great story. Yeah, it really is. I remember Peb did a cartoon of Zippy Chippy. Oh, he did? In his stall, sitting there in his stall on his hind end, looking out, and, he, and it said, at that point he was like 0 for 89 or 0 for 90 or something like that. And it's a it's a plea to Laura Hillenbrand. She goes, I know you wrote about Seabiscuit, but we want to hear a real story. Jump see me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so good. I love that. Uh, you know, it had to reach the point where he didn't want him to, it did reach the point where he didn't want him to win. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah, so absolutely. He, he put him in races where he had no chance. Yeah. You know, Which is pretty much every race in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they didn't write races for non-winners of a race any time. Forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> With more than 50 starts. Gee whiz, isn't that... And when he started his career, you know, Mike Smith wrote him and Richard Migliori. I mean, some of the really good jockeys wrote him. And, and, you know, we make these uh, beer glasses up for the horses, for some of the most popular horses. And uh, and I couldn't, you know, we put the accomplishments down. You know, so Silver Triumph put all his accomplishments down, the Hall of Fame and all that business. So what do you put on Zippy's glass once you get over 100 on there? Yeah. Uh, so I decided I'd put the names of all 27 jockeys that lost on them. Oh, so this, funny. <laughs> I'll, have to find, I'll have to find one of those glasses somewhere and bring it in. Oh, yeah, that's fun. It's, it is funny. Do you have those for sale at the gift shop? I don't think we have any zippies left. I think all the zippies might be up at Saratoga if we have any left up there. But yeah, that's We fun. have to get them reissued. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a great story. Hey, did I mention I'm going to be the head speaker at the Arkansas Breeders? Yeah, you mentioned that. You mentioned that, didn't he, three or four times. You earned $30,000? Oh. Yeah. Wow. It's 100 starts. Yeah. Yeah. 300 a start here. God, you divide divide 30. If you're in second, is that eight times? Yeah. Third, 12 times, 30,000. What's it? What's his folding date? Did you ever get that? That's what I need Uh, to get his pedigree. April 20th, 91. There you go, 30, 30 years old. Going to be 30, well, in another month, he's going to be 31. 1991? Yeah. Yep. Yep. 30 years old, going to be 31. Both 1991. Who's this, does it say who his sire is? Compliant, young lady by Buck Finder. Oh, was he born, was he a New York bred? Out of a Buck Finder mare. I think he was, I think he was actually, uh, I think he was actually, uh, Bred in Montana. No, I don't know. (laughs) 
we had dear old Alice, um, Alice, client of ours. We, she, oh, 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 uh, Scott, Alice Scott. She loved Man of War. She absolutely loved. She was wonderful. I'm sorry. Well, you know that's because uh, uh, Dan and Harry, well, Harry Scott managed Farway Farm part of the time at Man of War was retired. Sure. There. Yeah. But she, Harry's a brother. Her, she was married to Dan, Scott. and her yeah. Harry was her brother-in-law. And Harry was a brother. But she bred to an obscure stallion in, in what Missouri. state? Missouri, because he had a lot of man of war. Well, he was the leading side in Missouri. Yes, <laughs> and because she loved man of war, and she kept getting these little short chestnut things with a lot of white duck out the gate. That's, what <laughs> that's, a, that's the longest shot we ever trained was that was hers. Yeah. What did that thing pay? One hundred twenty-three or one hundred twenty-four dollars and something. I didn't bet a nickel on him. <laughs> well, we yeah. didn't think he had a chance. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I didn't have no. I had no confidence. She, what, wait had, a minute. He had quarter cracks in both front feet. What? So at did, least he was going even. He was lame in both fronts. It was funny. What did she call him? And she, you said she called him uh, Babyface. Babyface, and Herschel called him Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, you talk about cute names. Michelle Prim, friend of mine, has had terriers, Jack Russell's forever, and she said never again, never again. Last one, well, she got another one. It's Glenn's named Tutu for Tutu Cute. Oh. Isn't that a cute name? Well, um, uh, I guess maybe that's a woman's name. I I think it's adorable. Remind me to listen. Too to too that. cute. We'll have a further report on Zippy, Chippy, yeah. at next week's show. Yes, I'm uh, going to go up there and listen. I'm I'm so far behind. All right, I'm going to go oh, too. Well, don't, shoot, don't I'm going to go too. Oh yeah. Oh, you, you got to give us your loser of the day. But yeah. Oh, okay. I will. I got one. Um, I got one. There's a horse I do like to win, though. Can I pick Where? a winner? In the second race at Aqueduct, there's a horse named King James. They stole a name, too, because we have King James retired at our farm. See, oh. that's... Italian. Yeah. Um, that's a good horse. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. It's not long enough. That's You're now enough. up to race three. Yeah. Okay. Aqueduct, race three. The six-horse, Speeding Kid. He keeps getting claimed and reclaimed and claimed and reclaimed. Really? Yeah, he's earned over $200,000, and uh, it should set up for him, and he'll be coming running late, and uh, he's got a jockey nobody ever heard of. But uh, the, the trainer, Wayne Potts, when he uses this kid, they win 25% of the time with a return on investment of $2.45. Huh. So, uh, who is he by? He is by law Enforcement, a posse with a twenty-five hundred dollar. It's a Minnesota bread. Oh, here we go. A Minnesota invader. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's amazing. That's one, one of ten. Yeah, <laughs> coming in yeah. from exactly full coming problem. in from Monmouth. Oh, that's fun. And his name is again Speeding Kid. Speeding Kid got that rest. He'll be double digits. Yeah, fun. Speeding. You going kid. out to the Red Mile? Well, I was going to. I'm going to try to. Uh, 
it doesn't usually take much effort for me to sl- slip out there. But um, we have four uh, H's coming in this afternoon oh, at four o'clock. I don't know. Uh, a bus. <laughs> or a luxury motor coach, depending oh, there on which you go. There you description go. you prefer. Yes. Yeah, 44 acres on a bus. 44 acres on a bus. They've had them on there for three days, and they're getting out at the farm. Can you imagine what this is going to be like? Oh, my God. No, I don't know how long they've been on the bus. But that's funny. <laughs> but they're going to like getting out funny. of the bus. I know that. I love it. So that's this afternoon, so I'm going to try and weave my way around so I can get over there, make a few wagers, and yeah, come back, good. give the kids a sure. tour. Have a little fun, and Ursula's getting really nervous now because yeah, he's way, way behind. Yeah, yeah, I'm That's two, exactly two, two right. segments behind. Well, thanks, Michael. All right, tell I Diane can't wait till hello. next week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Well, yes, I yep. forgot to mention that. I can't believe that's coming that quick. I guess I better defrost something. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting ours from uh, Weeda Michael. We get, you know, oh. they, 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 you just come pick it up on Wednesday. Nice. Heat it up on Thursday. Wow. Weeda. Could be she better can, than that, huh? Uh, nope. Couldn't be any All better. All the fixings and your Good. choice between uh, apple pie and pumpkin pie. And oh, that's. I get mint. I love mince. mince. I love mince. Yeah, nobody else likes nobody mince, has. so it's all his. I'm the only one to eat it. No Who family. makes it for him? Where do you get it? Me. She makes it. I there make you go, it. see? Yeah. I know. You she are. makes homemade apple pie. She makes homemade, you know. You know, though, <laughs> Churchill Downs is doing, you go to the... I know, I'd like to do that sometime. I, yeah, I think that sounds John like John Bradley, fun. who works for Old Friends, he, um, he goes every Thanksgiving. Is that right? He tries to. I don't know if he's been recently because now he's got obligations because he works for us and he takes care of the horses at Ashton Grove. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, that's fun. Well, good. How is Ashton Grove? I read something fabulous. about that. Just it's fabulous. Hmm. I can't remember what I read. Shoot, shouldn't have mentioned it, should I? Well, everybody's doing well up there, and yeah, good. That's all the horses are standing up. Super. Good the people idea. that own Magic Wisner, remember Magic Wisner? Yeah. Their second to war emblem, and the lady paid a dollar for him or something. I forget yeah, what it was. Something. But Steve Haskin has a wonderful story on it in Tales from the Triple Crown, his book, and uh, about Magic Wisner. But his his, uh, his his relatives came to visit him last week. Oh, fun! Came from Maryland to fun. check him out, make sure everything was okay. That's super. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that's such a great idea. No. Yeah. No. And Richard Migliori is supposed to be coming this month sometime. Oh, good. And uh, we're going to be able to... Uh, now I'm three segments behind. <laughs> talk fast. Right. Yeah, talk fast. I like that. <laughs> well, thank you. And once again, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yeah, same to you. All right, Michael. Good to see you. Have a good one. Well, the stakes last weekend, the grade three maple leaf at Woodbine was won by Sky Gaze, a filly from the first crop by American Pharaoh. And the Dizzy Arnetta stakes at Del Mar oh, went to Ida. A two-year-old filly by Munning, Skygaze, has won two stakes, and she is one of 14 2021 stakes winners, 25 during black types this year, by American Pharaoh. He's the nation's leading third crop sire by number of stakes winners and graded stakes winners. Munnings is the nation's second leading sire of stakes winners with 18, only in the mischief side more. And have you noticed that three of the top five freshman sires, Practical Joe, Classic Empire, who had another nice winner, uh, I believe it was just yesterday in in New York, and Caragavaggio, like American Pharaoh and Munnings, they stand at Ashford Stud. We're looking forward to next year's freshman sire list. 
take note that the first crop yearlings by Mendelssohn sold for up to $900,000 this year, with a dozen going for 300000 or more. Horsemen love his first crop yearlings. If you don't like this pedigree in his race record, you don't like horses. He was a grade one winner as a two-year-old, just like his sire, Scat Daddy, and like his half-brother in the mischief. He's also a half-brother to the great beholder and his half-sister, Martime, in their debut out at Keeneland, earned rising star status from Thurber Daily News. Boy, that's a run-in family. Mendelssohn fees, 35,000 stands and nurses. They have established a tradition of standing top sires, leading sires out at Ashford Stud. Give them a call, 859-873-7088. Fees start as low as 5,000 standing nurses. Take a look at the website. It's coolmore.com. Cool and leather and tack. In Paris, Kentucky, quality service leather goods since 1982. It's the nation's largest custom halter shop, 20,000-plus halters a year, shipped worldwide, and a bunch of them go to Japan, I know. It's Q-U-I-L-L-I-N.com in Paris, 987-0215. Now. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Ralph has got. Um what a Facebook thing, and I follow it. It's um, it's real easy, and you get updates. He's having a big sale now for Black Friday. Everything's on sale except halters. Oh, okay. And I think one of the reasons is is they they've got so many halters to make. You know, it's just it's anyway. Um, if you sign up on this. Uh, you get updates and stuff. I get little, I don't know how they come up, but it come up and it says Quillen Leather and Tack, da-da-da. So, you know, it's a great place to buy Christmas. Yeah, I'm going to stop by because I bought some Christmas cards from them. They have a very nice line of Christmas cards. Yeah, you know, I you always get for Christmas Thoroughbred Racing Calendar, and that's where I get that. Oh, okay. That makes a nice Christmas present. Yeah. It's uh, it's good. Betsy got her bracelet there for her birthday. It says Betsy Ellis on it. It's um, kids love that kind of stuff. It's it's kind of a pony clubby thing. And they've just got oh oh, they ship a lot of halters to Dubai and Australia. I knew about Japan, but I didn't know about Dubai. They've got two hundred fifty thousand dollar. 250,000 hits a month on Quillen.com. Is that right? Yeah. Gee whiz, that's just huge. Anyway, it's it's fun to um, follow. It's fun to look at their stuff. And you can go out. The people that work in the the uh, shop in the store are really nice. Yeah. We, yeah, I like stopping in there. It's a lot of fun. So anyway... Quillen.com, Q-U-I-L-L-I-N.com, local Paris, 987-0215. All right, we've got uh, Brian Walwood with 
Oh, we do good. Yes, uh, does our local, not local, does our vet vet segment. Brian is uh, down in Mississippi State, and uh, Brian, how are you this morning? Oh, it's good. It's sunny and a little bit cool here. Doing well. How about you guys? Same here. Sunny, beautiful sunrise this morning. Thirty degrees. It's thirty degrees, and uh, but uh, we're supposed to get a little rain tomorrow. Our afternoon or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Is it going to warm up, Jack? Is it going to be an old cold rain? It's going to. The temperature is going to fall through the floor after that rain. Oh. I mean, serious. Well, might not get above freezing Monday or Tuesday. Uh, we'll have to see how it is. Well, let's move to Mississippi State. Yeah, let's do. <laughs> you know, it's so funny since you're down there. All of a sudden, I'm paying attention to the ball game scores. I mean, I never did before. <laughs> <laughs> you got the uh, well. No, we got um, they play Ole Miss. You know, the Egg Bowl is on Thanksgiving, so that's that's here Thanksgiving. So it's probably going to be crazy. Oh, it will be. It'll what be. bowl? They call it the Egg Bowl when uh, Mississippi State plays Ole Miss. Egg E G G. Yeah, I don't know why they call it the Egg, but that's what they call it. So it, it's here, but I. I'm I'm on call anyway, so I hopefully I won't have to come in during that game. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, you always have something exotic down there that happening. You know, I, I, I'm beginning to think that uh, uh, if you want to learn about exotic diseases, just go down to uh, Mississippi State. You know, and, uh, we've had a run. I had we had um, something I'd never seen before. And I've only seen it down here. I didn't really see it much up up north. But uh, you know, weird fungal infections in the upper airway. We've we've had kind of a run of those. Uh, had one that was at the guttural pouch opening, which that's a spot I've never seen before. I thought the horse would have a. I thought it was going to be a tumor, but when we biopsied it, it came back there as a fungus, and uh, so that makes a an inflammatory reaction, not really like an abscess, but it causes swelling in that area. You'll get the big reaction. And that's something I had never seen. And um, you put those horses on oral antifungals, and I, and I put them on um, you know, the, the old school iodine, uh, like you use in cows for uh, wooden tongue and lumpy jaw and all that stuff people probably used. And uh, put them on that iodine because it's an old treatment, but iodine has some antibiotic effects, and you know most of them, with time, seem to resolve. You know, some of them you lose, but uh, most of them do okay. Huh. I wonder if that's what Ressy's got. Ressy's got an upper or something or another infection, and uh, well, you want want us to get him some iodine, pour it in his nose, might work. Well, you know, people use it in horses because it helps to get, it's an expectorant, you know, it helps to get junk up out of the airway. So, you know, a lot of people have used that in their horses. I know, give them iodide that makes, kind of makes all that stuff get coughed up better. So, it, it may help. There you go, Rissy. <laughs> <laughs> What's your address, Rissy? Send you a bill. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, if you take too much, you get iodine toxicity, though. <laughs> makes your skin get flaky and you tear up and um, I can't remember what else all it does. Well, that's... uh, 
We had a full, we used, when, when we were backing out, we didn't follow our own, and we sent them over to a, a real good, you know, mayor was ready. We'd send her over and let them follow it. Sunnyside Farm. Well, somebody spilled. They put iodine on the uh, umbilical cord, and they must have spilled it all over that foal because it came home, and all that skin just peeled right off. Remember that? Oh, it, it will. And actually, since foal season's, well, not that far away, you know, that that's a good point because um, and I think I've talked about this on the show, but they they looked um, at this uh, really old study, but I think it's just a great one where they looked at what disinfectants you should use on full belly buttons, and so they used, like, the really strong iodines, yeah. and they used, like, a betadine, you know, just a... You know, like people would use for dermatitis and things, the iodine, the iodine solutions. And then they use chlorhexidine, which is called, you know, Novasan, which people have used too, probably for skin stuff. And, and so they looked at dipping the foals' belly buttons with those three different things and just what would happen. And with those really strong iodines, you know, it's just so caustic that it'll, you know, it kills the bacteria, there's no doubt, but it also kills the tissue because I've, I've had them, um, come in that had those strong iodines and you know their, their little belly button reminds me of a, like a really crisp cooked strip of bacon you know oh it just dries God. it up so bad and you know it'll burn the skin and what they found in that study too was those foals were more likely to get what's called peyton where you know, the, there's a tube that goes from their bladder down to their belly button that when they're in the uterus helps to get rid of the waste products and that tubes called urachus and because you damage that tissue that can that was more likely to make those foals get patent urachus which usually you know foals otherwise healthy will heal on its own but still that's another spot that bacteria can get in the foal and they found that the the chlorhexidine worked the best and to help prevent infections because that stuff actually binds to the proteins in skin so it hangs around longer and it was a lot easier on the tissues and they had less problems. I remember when I was a kid you scraped something or had a cut or something here they came with the iodine and that burned so we used the cream from Mercurochrome that didn't burn. Yeah. Uh, I remember that one too. My mom chased me with that little glass rod thing that was in there, but yeah. but you know that that that's um so that's a really strong iodine. So it it cauterizes and and iodine so it's got it has some pretty good um, antibacterial and antifungal properties. And you know, there's even some stuff saying it helps lymphatic flow. So I've used it sometimes on horses get those cellulitis, those big legs, especially if they have to stay on it. Interesting. Are you coming up for Thanksgiving? No, I'm working, so I'll be up at Christmas sometime or another. Um, I haven't seen the Christmas schedule yet, so um, somewhere around there I'll get to see everybody. But I'll be here for Thanksgiving. That's fun. You're going to have turkey and stuff? I don't know. We were going to have everybody here over to our place because, you know, there's like the interns and stuff that are kind of from everywhere and don't get to go see their families. But pretty much all of them are going back home for Thanksgiving. So I'm not sure what we're going to do. Might just have to go find a Chinese place that's open, I guess, because we were were going to have everybody over, but everybody's going to be gone. Oh, fun. I love it. Yeah. All right. We've got to let you go. Thank you. And we'll talk All to you right. next Thank week. All right. Thank you.
Have Hope to see Brian. you soon. It's been Brian Walrich. Does a vet segment every week. He's down in Mississippi State right now. Well, Rocker World, a grade one winner by South South Candy Ride out of the grade one mare Charm the Maker by Classic Winner Empire Maker. Going to stand the 2022 season over at Spendthrift, the Breeders Farm. A physically stunning individual. He was a $650,000 sales yearling. Rocker World won California's most important race for thrills, the grade one Santa Anita Derby, leading from wire to wire to win about four and a half lengths over future Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit. He won his first three starts, a maiden special at Santa Anita, the $100,000 Pasadena, also at Santa Anita. The Pasadena was uh, on turf, so Rock Your World displayed the versatility to win on both services. Boy, that's a valuable talent. Candy Ride is ranked among the top five on the side list five times, and his talented son, Gunrunner, now ranks number one on the freshman side list. Rock Your World's Dam, Charm the Maker, won stakes, placed in two graded stakes, she earned over 340000 His second dam, uh, John's Causeway, won greatest stakes, and she's a greatest stakes producer. His third dam did the same. He descends from a prolific greatest stakes producing family. Rocky World is on Spencer's popular Share the Upside program, the program that started in the mischief down the road to the top of the sire list. Breed two mares for 12500 get two live foals, and you'll own a lifetime breeding right. His fee is 10000 stands and nurses if you prefer. Go see this horse. Just call Dez or Brian or Mark at 859-294-0030 and take a look at the website, which is spendthriftfarm.com. All right. I want to do something for my friend Hill Parker. He and Regan, his lovely bride, are in the real estate business, and uh, they have been now for, I think you said over, over a dozen years for sure. Uh, of course, uh, they're horse people first. Uh, Hill is, uh, was born and raised on a horse and has raised him, has ridden him, bred him, you name it. And he, <clears throat> but uh, they specialize in horse farms and land suitable to be to adapt to becoming a horse farm, especially in the central Kentucky area. The people, they know what they're doing. They're really nice people to do business with. As 18 years they've been in real estate. But anyway, Jackie, I'll pull one over there and see what you think of that. Yeah, this is nice. It's uh, 66 acres on Briar Hill Road, $2.5 million. It's got a big house, six bedrooms, five baths, 4,800 square feet. I'm telling you, that's a lot. Uh, it's very tree uh, entrance and the beautiful. Uh, it's gorgeous, as a matter of fact. It's offered for the first time in 31 years. It's really private. It's like actually um, a long-term investment, they're saying. 66 acres, but it's six separate Fayette County tracks from 10 to 12 each. Uh, it's in the neighborhood of Bryan Station Farm, Clarkland, Gainesway, Mary Lou Whitney. Gainesway, it must be right back here. Uh, it also directly adjoins a 280-acre Heisel farm, a Lexington-owned park with miles of dedicated horse trials. I don't know where that is. Um, anyway, the entrance off Briar Hill. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Winds through thousands of trees and over a small stream. That is really, really nice. Stuff like this doesn't come up very often. I mean, really and truly, that's nice. Um, Let's see. We're at the Thoroughbred Center, and it is not far from here, actually, if you want to. What's the address? Huh? What's the address? Briar Hill. 3375 through 3491 Briar Hill. Big deal. I mean, that's really nice. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, that's Hill and Regan Parker. And um, you can get in touch with them. Let me give you the phone number. It's 859-608-8039. And uh, their website is LexHorseFarms.com. LexHorseFarms.com. Now... Back to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. All right, we just got three graded stakes today. Well, that's a parcel. You know, it's not very many, is it? Where? Aqueduct? Well, uh, we got uh, the Chaluki stakes, <clears throat> which we're going to get Steve Moody here, I guess, after the next break or something like that. It's a grade three race, $300,000 pot for three O's and up. Phyllis and Mary's going a mile uh, up at Churchill Downs. Got a field of eight in there. Pretty well-matched uh, field in there as far as that goes. Boy, i tell you what. Uh, she Can't Sing has got the rail, and Sally's uh, curling. And then uh, Matera and Miss Bigley on the five holes past the plate. It's cold in the here. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Obligatory. And Princess Causeway, that's a giant's causeway. It must be, I tell you what, because the morning line has obligatory at five to two. And oh. then and Matera and Miss Bigley are both three to one on the market line. So okay, and where is that race? It's uh, up at Churchill. Oh, it's at Churchill. Yeah. Oh, okay. So good. we're going to get Steve Moody on here for for too much. Longer. Now, is that the Give one where we where we go to? Uh, what's what station is that? Fox Sports or something carries that? Hell, I, I don't know. I can't I keep up with that. Yeah. They're Fox up and Sports down. Keeps up with, uh, Churchill. Yeah, yeah. Fox Sports keeps up with Churchill. Fox Sports. Yeah. And, and, and New York. And Aqueduct. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Good. Well, poo poo. Anyway, okay. Up at um, Santa Anita today, they're running a Grade Smith. <laughs> Excuse me. It's a Grade Two, two hundred thousand. Three O's and up, going a mile and three-eighths on the grass. And uh, Red Smith, of course, was a famous sports writer. Uh, the first one here was run uh, back in 1960 as an Edgemere handicap, and then when uh, Mr. Smith passed away in 1981, they, they changed the name from Edgemere handicap to the Red Smith stakes. And... Uh, I've got a book here called The Red Smith Report. I've got a, got a, I might read something out of that. I'm, I'm debating because it's got some bad language in it. But, uh, <gasps> tisk, tisk. Well. In this day and age, how can you tell it's bad language? All right. All right. Well, anyway, I was guessing. <laughs> what? 
I was guessing. Now, uh, the Red Smith's got a field of 10. Tide of the seal has the tide of the sea has the rail. A valid engineering, then a soldier rising fold in Great Britain. She's by Franklin, incidentally. Then another one fold in England, served the king by Kingman. Uh, Shamrocket to Corelli. Channel Cat. Uh, Sanctuary City is in the eighth slot. That's a temple city. A temple city. He stands over at Spencer Farm. Very good size, underrated size, as a matter of fact. No word and price talk. Are in the nine and ten holes. And let's see, the morning line favorite is the Kingman. He's uh, he is uh, three to one and serve the king is his name. <clears throat> then they're running the Navy divers, native diver stakes. There was an old guild in the race out in California. He was a very popular horse out there. Raced forever and held his class forever. Won a bundle of stakes. He couldn't win outside of New, out of California, but he went. He won a passel of stakes there, and it was a big crowd favorite, Native Diver. And it's a Grade Three. It's a hundred thousand for thrills and up going a mile and an eighth on the main track. On the rail, it's uh, established. And then in the two slot, it's midcourt. He's four to one. Uh, the three horses scratch. Wicked Trick is out. Bal Harbor is in the four hole. In the five slot is Azul Coast. He's four to one. And eight rings is the morning line favorite. Just barely. He's seven to two. So his uh, mid court is four to one. Azul Coast four to one, and eight rings is seven to two. Axeman is in the seven hole. And Kiss Today Goodbye by Cairo Prince, who's having a very, very good year over at Airdrie Stud, is in the eighth slot. So those are the only three. The only three. Um, Did greatest. you say one was in California or not? The native diver. Yeah. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Well, the first foes by complexity are due next year. Look anything like their size. They're, they're going to be absolutely gorgeous. The student horseman Mike Ryan uh, picked complexity out of the sale for a bit of 375000 and complexity proved once again that Mike knew what he was doing. He won the Grade One Champagne Stakes as a two-year-old, and then went on to, to win the Grade Two Kelso in New York, and earned over six hundred and sixteen thousand. He recorded a one-ten buy the day he won the, and beat Code of Honor in the Kelso. Sprinted six furlongs and nine and three the day he broke his maiden as a two-year-old. That was at Saratoga. Seven eighths and one twenty-two at Aqueduct, a mile and one thirty-two at Belmont, and at one thirty-three and four the day he won the Kelso. Complexity was versatile, and he was fast. Wonderful combination. Our trainer, Chad Brown, described him as, quote, a rare horse, an exceptional talent. He's by the popular McLean's music. His stud fee climbed to 25000 for 2021 after he sired such great one winners as Complexity and Cloud Computing and Jackie's Warrior. Complexity's fee for 2022 is 12500 stands and nurses over at Airdrie Stud. And Star of Night, a filly by Creative Cause, posted another stakes win over the weekend, her third in a woe. This filly has been a model of consistency. Listen to this. In 13 career starts, she has 11 wins in two seconds. And she's earned over 365000 Of course, the Creative Cause is a proven grade one sire. He himself was a grade one winner and millionaire. He's by grade one winner and millionaire. Remember Giants Causeway, out of grade one winner and millionaire dream of summer. 
three seventy-five hundred stands and nurses over at Airdrie Stud. For more on the stands at Airdrie Stud, call Ben or Jocelyn at 859-873-7270. And the website is AirdrieStud.com. WWTFAM Georgetown Lexington. WTF. Available everywhere with the iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. Want unlimited access to pedigrees for more than 2 million folds? Then Brisnet.com's American Produce Records is for you. Updated in real time and available on demand? Go to Brisnet.com slash APR. Optimized for tablet and mobile, Brisnet.com's APR online is the place for instant access to a wealth of information on nearly every North American thoroughbred dating back more than a century. Race records, public auction prices, pedigree statistics, and more, all included for $275 per year. Visit brisnet.com slash APR and discover why the APR has been the choice of bloodstock and racing professionals for generations and why a new generation is using APR online. You're listening to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. Well, also at brisnet.com, if you want um, a copy of the Kentucky Handicapper Sheet, you can just go to that, B-R-I-S-N-E-T dot com and and uh, we have the author of the Kentucky Handicapper Sheet with us right as we speak. That's Steve Moody. He's up in Louisville, and um, he is going to give us the winner of the Chaluki Stakes. And, and we're, uh, Ressy over here is already opening up his wallet, Steve, so better be careful what you're doing. <laughs> well, we got a uh, nice field of... Uh, of Phillies and Mares uh, to run in the Chaluki Stakes today. Uh, this race is at a flat mile uh, for uh, three-year-olds and up for the for the Distaffers and uh, three hundred thousand uh, dollar uh, purse. And uh, it's kind of tough to throw very many out in here. So I think there's I think there's several that have a chance. Uh, I settled on the uh I settled on the one horse uh she can't sing. Um, most of her wins have come at Churchill and um, she was a winner when she returned to Churchill in her last start. Uh, this Philly's got early speed but uh she's shown that she can win without uh going to the front. She can she can raid off the pace if necessary, and I think that versatility will suit her uh, well in here. Uh, you've got, uh, she goes for Chris Block and uh, Tyler Gaffione, who's having a heck of a meet over there riding, has the, has the mount. Uh, Miss Bigley uh, comes in from the West Coast. Uh, she comes off the of a good effort in the Zenyatta stakes uh, out there, but uh, she's another one that likes Churchill uh, as well. She's raced there four times, uh, never been off the board. So I think you have to uh, you have to consider her, and then the uh, the seven horse obligatory. I think you just had to draw a line through her last race. She was running at Keeneland. She was stuck on the uh, uh, far outside in a race uh, 
I think it was seven furlongs, or it might have been the beard course. But uh, she was in a race where there was not a lot of pace, and she was a dead closer on a racetrack that was favoring early speed. I mean, she just had absolutely no chance in her last start. And uh, she got bet down, I think, to she was either the favorite or the second choice that day. And like I said, she just, she just had no chance on that racetrack. Now, Churchill's been favoring early speed as well, but uh, I think maybe she's got a little bit a little better shot in here today. Uh, Joel Rosario picks up the mount uh, for Bill Mott, and uh, he is one of the best finishers around. So uh, uh, I think she'll be running at the end. Whether she can get there, uh, we'll have to see, but uh, I think she's got a, a better shot than she did uh, in her last start. A uh, couple of other ones... Uh, Three horse Matera goes for Brad Cox, Florent Giroux. Uh, she's coming off some longer races, so she ought to be uh, she ought to be legged up and have a chance. And uh, and you got another late runner in here for Dale Roman, Sally's Curlin, who's a nice price at ten to one, and uh, she'll be running at the end. I'm just not sure there's enough pace in here for her. Uh, to come from way out of it. Um, I like She Can Sing. I think she's got enough speed to either be uh, on or near the lead uh, from the start. Uh, she's moving up in class, but uh, I don't mind. I don't, I don't, I'd almost rather have that than a horse that's maybe dropping to, uh, Try to get her form to come back. This is a filly that uh, is that's improving. I think the race suits her from the condition standpoint and the way it's, it should set up. She's six to one. It's a nice price, so I'm going to go her go with her with a mile upset in here for Chris Block. So we'll go uh, one three or excuse me one four seven. Uh, in the uh, Chaluki Stakes. One more winner. Rest is over here writing it down. He's listening real close. All right. Well, let's go... Uh, let's go up to the the race before the ninth. Um, this is a six-furlong allowance race. Entry-level allowance. Non-winners of two. Uh, $127,000 purse. You got a field of uh, you got a field of ten with an entry. Um, you got Cool Quest ready to answer, going as an entry for uh, Brian Lynch and Rusty Arnold. Um, with Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
another well-matched group in here. I think you got School Quest is three to one, is the favorite, kind of lukewarm, and then Tulane Trist, the seven horse, is uh, four to one, uh, second choice. Um, I like a horse that's uh, kind of on the upswing right now. That's the three name rejected for um, for James DeVito. Uh, Tyler Gaffleone has them out. Uh, this this one's as I said is uh, looks to be heading in the right direction right now, and uh, has the uh, has the right running style I think to uh, to fit in here. I think this is a uh, pretty much of a wide open race. Cool Quest, I think, will probably be go off the favorite. Uh, he's got a lot of speed and um, figures to go to the front under uh, uh, Julian Leperu. And uh, the way his speed's been running at, at Churchill, uh, he's going to be uh, he's going to be uh, tough to beat. And then the two horse uh, pirate uh, Rick. This is a gelding. Goes for Norm Cash, and uh, he figures to show uh, some speed as well. I'm not sure if he's quite as quick as uh, Cool Quest, but uh, he will be up there. So I'm kind of hoping that uh, that they'll kind of hook up uh, early, uh, get some speed from the outside from uh, United and Resolute, the Tom Amos runner. And so if they hook up early, I think it'll set up for a, for a name rejected who can sort of stalk those and then come on and uh, and take over late. So he's five, he's five to one on the morning line. So I'm going to go with him in there. Uh, we'll go uh, three one three one two uh, in the ninth race uh, allowance. All righty. Well, who does Kentucky play today? Uh, New Mexico State, I believe. New Mexico State. Okay. Is that going to be on TV, or what's the story on that? Um, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's an SEC network game. I know it's at noon. I know it's at noon, but I believe it's on the SCC network. Yeah. I guess we're favored in that one. Yeah, by about 36, I believe. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. I thought the Vandy game was, second half was boring. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty dreadful. They, uh, I think everybody sort of thought we would, uh, Keep uh, keep the pedal to the metal, and unfortunately, they just uh, kind of came out flat. And thought we might get to see some of the other, you know, get to see the backup quarterback who we hadn't seen since the first game, and yeah. and but it didn't happen. So uh, maybe we'll get to see that today. Uh, yeah, it is on the SCC network, so I'm just looking at that. So uh, it'll be uh, you won't have to you won't have to stay up late to watch it this time. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Ressie just handed me a note that said to tell you that Jeff Shepard's son, Reed Shepard, has committed to UK because he plays basketball. Did you see that? Uh, no, I hadn't seen it, but uh, it uh, uh, it doesn't doesn't surprise me. So I guess we'll. Uh, of course, that's still. Uh, you know, he's still got what two years of high school left. So. Oh really? That's, yeah, he's only going to be a. I think he's a. I think he's he a junior. Where, where does Jeff live now? Does he live in Lexington? No, he lives in London, I believe. Okay, in London. Kentucky, I assume. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Steve, thank you so much, my friend. Appreciate it. This has been Steve Moody, who's the author of the Kentucky Handicapper Sheet. Go to brisnet.com, B-R-I-S-N-E-T.com. And are you going next week now? We were talking about that earlier in the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Next week will be uh, closing weekend for Churchill. And uh, so, yeah, I'll be, be on there. I'll be off uh, be off a week or so after that, uh, definitely the first week after that, and maybe the second, not sure how that'll go, but uh, then we'll be back after, uh, you know, the mid mid part of December we'll be back. Okay. Gulfstream Park you're going to do, though? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the championship meet. Gulfstream. All right, well, you, once again, if you go to brisnet.com, you can pick up that Kentucky handicapper sheet, and uh, you can pick it up out at the Red Mile. Thanks, Steve. We appreciate it. All right, Russell. Well, let's see where we are. Well, Sunday at Aqueduct, the $150,000 Artie Schiller Stakes was won by Mandate. He's a four-year-old. He's by Blame. He was bred in Kentucky by International Equine Holdings. Mandate is a $200,000 graduate of the Keenan September sales. He's earned over $238,420 now, so he's paid the bill. He's the seventh 2021 stakes winner by Blame and six others placed in stakes this year. That, and here's a stat that should really open your eyes. 13% of Blame's foals have earned black type. Now, that's foals we're talking about. You want to talk about his starters, 17% of his starters earn black type. Blame's fee is 20,000 stands and nurses. Boy, he didn't black type your mare for you. Then the next day also at Aqueduct, the $150,000 winter memory stakes was won by Plum Ali. A three-year-old filly she is by First Samurai. She was bred by Arthur Hancock over at his stone farm. This was by no means the first dance for Plum Ali. She broke her maiden first time out as a two-year-old at Saratoga. She won the juvenile filly stakes at Kentucky Downs and followed that with a score in the grade two Miss Grillo at Saratoga. She's placed in two more graded stakes, one out of Keeneland and one at Aqueduct, and she's earned over $676,000. First Samurai... He's a multiple grade one winner. He's by Giants Causeway. He's had five millionaires, among them his stable mate at Claiborne Farm, Lee, who is the side of Gibberish. Gibberish, uh, just two days ago, just a few days ago, I should say, won the grade three turn back the alarm stakes at Belmont. Lee's fee is 5,000 stands and nurses. First Samurai, 10,000 stands and nurses. 
They stand over at uh, Claiborne Farm. Why don't you call Bernie Sams at 859-987-2330. Take a look at the website, which is ClaibornFarm.com. And another favorite outfit of ours in Paris, Kentucky, is the Hopewell Company. The Hopewell Company is an insurance agency. Really, really, really important is that they are an independent agency. They're not just a branch of some big, mega, mega, mega insurance company. They have, gee whiz, they've been in business since 1955, and we've been doing business with them since 1985, and it's so refreshing. If you have a question or if you have a claim or something, you call up and they say, the Hopewell Company, and you don't have to press a bunch of buttons. Anyway, the, uh, I keep saying this over and over, but the real, real, real selling point, well, they know all about the horse business and all this and that kind of stuff. But because they're an independent insurance agency, they can shop around to big insurance companies and rate them and, and see who's got the best coverage at the best prices. They um, they can give you a no-cost, no-obligation review and comparison of your present insurance. What do you got to lose? So call Ted or Jody McLean in Paris. I'm going to give you the Paris number. Most of all of Paris is 987. So that's easy to remember. 987-2347. Great service guaranteed. Now, back to the Thoroughbred Training Center and Urso Ellis. All righty. Well, let's take care of our friends over to the Kentucky Thoroughbred Owners and Breeders Association since I can get the lid back on this Coke here. So when I knock it over, it's not a matter of if. <laughs> it won't spill. Uh, these are Kentucky Bread Stakes winners from last week, brought to you by the Kentucky Thoroughbred Owners and Breeders Association. Our friends over to KTA, that's Chauncey Morris. The grade two best, you know, they just ran two graded stakes last week. The grade two best Arabian stakes up at Woodbine went to Lady Shakespeare by Spitestown. That's Spitespear. Excuse me, Smell. I thought that was right. Lady Spitespear by Spitestown at a Lady Shakespeare. There we go. And uh, she, uh, let's see, who was bred? Oh, Mr. Charles Fifke. Um, Owns a farm over in Bourbon County, and uh, he was—he is the breeder of uh, that mare. I think he owns her. Yes, he does. Uh, the grand, the other was a Grade Three Maple Leaf Stakes up at Woodbine, and Sky Gaze won that, and she's another stakes winner. This is a four-year-old filly, another stakes winner from the first crop by American Pharaoh, uh, bred by Normandy Farm, which is right across the creek up here on the Paris Lexington Road. Normandy Farm, that's where Fair Play is buried, by the way, and also Mahuba, parents of a uh, pretty good horse named Man of War. The $300,000 Dream Supreme stakes at Churchill Downs. Bill's the one won that. Uh, so Philly, well, no, she's not. She's a mare. She's five years old. Uh, she's by Majestic Perfection. She was bred by Brett Jones. This mare's one of them. She's a millionaire. The Dizzy Arnaz takes out of Del Mar when it was Eda, E-D-A, or Eda. She's by Munnings, bred by Nathan, uh, Nathan McCauley. 
And uh, Munnings is the second leading South States winners this year, only um, in a mischief aside more. Munnings, of course, stands over at Ashford Stud. Plum Ali won the $150,000 winter memory stakes up at Aqueduct. She's by first Samurai, stands at Claiborne Farm, and was bred uh, by Arthur Hancock over at his Stone Farm. <clears throat> this is a pretty good filly. She won the, she's also won the grade two Miss Grillo and a juvenile filly stakes at Kentucky Downs. She's earned $676,000. And, um, and she, she won the Wonder Again stakes at Aqueduct. She's won the Appalachian at Keeneland. She's won the Miss Grillo at Belmont. So it's a pretty good filly. Better than pretty good, isn't she? Uh, the Artie Schiller stakes at Aqueduct was won by Mandate. Mandate is a four-year-old son of Blame, bred by International Equities Holding. And Blame, who's having another good year, uh, over at Claiborne Farm. The Laurel Stakes was a smart halo by the best, best one, that. Uh, that's a two-year-old filly. She is by Tapature. I really like that horse over at Derby Dam. He's <clears throat> leading third drop, sire. As far as two, as far as uh, um, number of winners, it ain't close. And I believe this guy, I believe this is 20, 20 state, 22 year old winners this, uh, again. You know, every, yeah. Good horse. Susan Moulton bred this horse. $100,000 Delta Mile Stakes at Delta Dance went to Flash of Mischief, a three year old son of In the Mischief, who's, of course, Stands over at Spencer Farm. Uh, Jerry Namey, N-A-M-Y, read the winner. The 38 Go-Go Stakes at Law winner was Miss Leslie by Painter, read by Maxis Stable. And one other one, the grade two Classico del uh, Ventrano. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. In Puerto Rico. Figure it out on that She's by Painter, bred by Alex and Joanne Liebling. She's a Kentucky bred, racing over in Puerto Rico, and she went by five and a half lengths, five-year-old mare. All righty. Well, by the best, a three-year-old filly by Tapature. Just talking about her, weren't we? Won the $100,000 Smart Halo Stakes at Laurel last Saturday. That was her third win in a row, and she sprinted six furlongs in 109 and two to win by three and a half lengths. By the best is one of 20. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Two-year-old winners from the third crop by Tapitur. He's had 29 two-year-old winners in his in his second crop, 27 in his first crop. He's by far and away the leading third crop sire by number of winners this year. What it boils down to is that uh, Tapitur can get you in the winner's circle, and he can do it in a hurry. Tapitur is had 29 to win a place in stakes. And they are earning black type at major tracks at Saratoga and Del Mar and Keeneland and Churchill and Santa Anita and Mammoth and Pimlico and Goldstream and Laurel and Oklahoma. The list goes on and on. 
A solid 11% of his runners have earned black type. Tapitur is a successful son of champion sire Tappet, and at 10,000 stands and nurses, you'll have a hard time finding his equal in getting you into the winner's circle. Stands over at Darby Dan, and to learn more about the Darby Dan stands, call Ryan Norton at 859-254-0424, and the website is darbydan.com. Well, there were in but two graded stakes at last Saturday, both of them at Woodbine, and horses raised on Macaulay Brothers products won both. Charles Fifke is the breed of Lady Spitesphere, who entered the grade two Bessarabian stakes and had a purse of $150,000. Mr. Fifke's farm is over in Bourbon County. The grade $325,000 Maple Leaf stakes was won by Sky Gaze, bred by Normandy Farm. In other stakes, the $300,000 Dream Supreme at Churchill was won by Bill the One, a mare bred by Brett Jones and raised on the Jones family's Airdrie stud. Bill the One has won nine stakes, six graded, including the grade one winning colors at Churchill. She's earned a million, $520,275. And out on the West Coast, Eda, or Eda, whatever, E-D-A, Made it two stakes wins in a row. She's won the Enochia Stakes out at San Anita on October 24. And she won this time the $100,000 Dizzy Arnaz Stakes at Del Mar. Read by Nathan McCauley, he is a $500,000 graduate of the OBS March sale. So congratulations to all horses raised on products from McCauley Brothers. They've won 118 stakes this year, 83 of them graded stakes. Why don't you give Mike or David or Amy a call to learn more about the products from Macaulay Brothers? Be sure to ask about the free services available only at Macaulay Brothers. Many leading breeders are doing doing just that. The number is 859-873-3333. The website's macaulaybros.com. If you want to visit the offices, they're at 111 Broadway in Versailles. Macaulay Brothers, where for decades it's been all about the horse. Now, back to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. All righty. Well, the Red Smith, the Red Smith uh, handicap is the feature up in New York today. He was a great friend of Joe Palmer's, and uh, he was a very successful sports writer in his own right. Uh, but you know, he, in my Estimation and everybody else is the all-time great was Joe Palmer. Sure, and uh, but he was uh, instrumental. Mister Smith was in putting out the book of Joe Palmer, some of Joe Palmer's columns that he'd written called "This Was Racing." If you ever pick up that that book, do so. If you like horses, you love this book. Yeah, you know somebody sent us a collection of everything Joe Palmer's. Uh, Columns. Remember that? I gave them to Keeneland. Gave it to Keeneland Library. Yeah. yeah. It was a huge stack. But yeah. Anyway, it was, that was a good place to put it. Yeah. Well, anyway, the four, he wrote, uh, Red Smith wrote the foreword, foreword to that book. This was racing. And then I think I'll read it to you. Just, just gives you a feeling about who Joe Palmer was and maybe who Joe Red Smith was. So here it is. This is a quote here. A book ought to have some excuse for being written. Joe Palmer began in a book he never finished. Often this is left for the reader to discover. All too frequently it's hidden too cleverly for him. This book, strictly speaking, wasn't written. It was demanded, or at least requested. Within a day or so after Joe Palmer's death on October the 31st, 
1952, letters from his readers began to arrive. In a surprising number, the same suggestion appeared. I have never been to a racetrack. I have no interest in racing, and I never met Mr. Palmer, yet I feel I've lost a friend. Can't we have his work preserved for us in book form? This is the result, a selection of the graceful, witty, wonderful pieces by the man who is America's best-known racing writer, and in the opinion of many, the best writer of sports anywhere. Almost everything here written in the New York Herald Tribune between February 1946, where he joined the paper, and the day he left an unfinished column in his typewriter. One would wish to call this the best of Joe's work, but the claim would be difficult to support. All any collection can pretend to be is a reflection of the taste and enthusiasms of the collector. And Joe was too prolific, infuriatingly so to those who work with him in the press boxes and bled at chores where he tossed off without apparent effort for anyone to work out of the load. When everything is superlative, what's the best? At any rate, this was racing as Joe Palmer saw it. Horses like uh, Man of War, as near to a living flame as horses ever get. Places like Saratoga, which wears tradition lightly because it is a graceful, irresponsible, gay tradition, and it's ghosts are pleasant ghosts. People like Lion Fitz, whose wooden-legged stable cat could eat cats mice with one paw and blackjack them with the other. And like the minister's son who grew up in a church painted in the racing colors of its irreverent benefactor. So what chance did the boy have? Joe Palmer took publicly no serious view of the world he loved, flinching under the resounding titles of racing editor of the New York Herald Tribune and Columbia's Broadcasting System's turf analyst. He insisted he was no noted lover of the horse, but of a way of life which is the horse, which the horse uh, was once and is a few favorite places still is, a symbol a way of charm and ease and grace and leisure. Grace and charm should perhaps not be tampered with at this late date, but at whatever risk of boasting, I'm as good at ease and leisure as any man alive. This was a lie, of course. Joe was a prodigious liar when truth was not important. No man who wrote Hain had more grace and charm. Few men had less and ease and leisure, for he wrote all the time. To him, racing was fun of whether the life which racing made possible and which revolved around racing was fun. He looked for fun always, even when he was at the typewriter sketching out the, the line for a chapter of a new book on racing. It seems hardly necessary to observe that, unlike most other writers in his field, Joe Palmer offered no system for, for beating the racers, nor any banal suggestion that, quote, all men are equal on the, on the turf or under him. Realist, he recognized that one was non-existent, a man of discriminating taste. He rejected the other as undesirable. Nor did he ever refer to a sport of kings, a sport of ladies and gentlemen and cheerful brigands and small, skillful boys was good enough for him. That's why his book is not only for racing fans, but also for ladies and gentlemen and brigands and boys, including those who would not recognize a horse without a milk wagon attached. In four words like this, it is customary to acknowledge the contributions of those who have participated in the work, not here. Those who have had a part in this are well aware of it and have their own satisfaction in it. 
and could not want credit for what was a great privilege. Uh, let me read this thing with Joe that uh, Red Smith wrote. I guess I can get it right with using some bad language, can I? Sure. You're <laughs> quoting somebody. I'm quoting it. I'm quoting him. What time is it? Is it time for a break? 20 till. 20 till. I guess it is time to do a spendthrift. So I'll do the spendthrift. Well, Rock Your World, a grade one winner by Cyrus South Candy Ride, out of the grade one Mayor Chom, the maker, by classic winner Empire Maker, is to stand the 2022 season at Spendthrift, the Breeders' Farm. Physically stunning individual. He was a $650,000 sales yearly. Rock Your World won California's most important race for three-year-olds, the grade one Santa Anita Derby, leading from wire to wire, to win by four and a quarter lengths over future Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit. He won his first three starts, a maiden special at Santa Anita, the $100,000 Pasadena, also at Santa Anita, the Pasadena was on turf, so Rock Your World he displayed the versatility to win on both surfaces. So that's a valuable talent, incidentally. Cara Candy Ride has ranked among the top five on the sire list five times, and his talented son, Gunrunner, now ranks number one on the freshman sire list. Rock Your World's Dam, Charm the Maker, won stakes, placing two graded stakes. She earned over 340000 the second dam by John's Causeway won graded stakes. She's a graded stakes producer. Third dam did the same. He descends from a prolific graded stakes producing family. Rocket World is on Spencer's popular share of the Upside program, the program that started in Intermission down the road to the top of the sire list. Breed two mares for 12500 Pay the fees, get two live foals, and you owe a lifetime breeding right. The fee is 10000 stands and nurses if you prefer to go that way. So we'll go see this horse. Just call Dez or Brian or Mark at 859-294-0030. And the website is spendthriftfarm.com. And Sally Vans, my favorite bunch of people over there. They are really spectacular. They're so good. They're old. They've been around forever. They do it right, um, and they've got their own equipment place out here. What road is it again, Ressi? Buckling. Buckling. That's where they are. And they will service your rig, too. Because um, through the years, many of the greatest runners to ever step on a racetrack have walked into a Sally van on their way to win the Derby or the Breeders' Cup and the Triple Crown. That would have been justified. Think about that next time you ship your horse or your kid's pony across the county or country. Sally vans are always in tip-top shape, and the person behind the wheel is an experienced driver and experienced horseman, and that's what you got to have. Sally van wouldn't have it any other way. That's why, for more than seven decades, Sally van's been the safest way to the winner's circle. Give them a call, 859-255-9406. See the website at sallyvans.com and enjoy the ride. You're listening to Horse Tales with Urso Ellis. All righty. Well, they're running the Red Smith Handicap. We've been talking about that up at uh, it's the Stakes, the Red Smith Stakes, up at Aqueduct today. There's also a Joe Palmer Stakes up there, too. So they've they acknowledged two famous writers, sports writers, this one is uh, from a book of Red, called The Red Smith Reader. 
book of his columns, and his, here is one. The Derby, at the Derby, Walter Haight, a well-fed author from Washington, told it this way. There was this horse player, and he can't win a bet. He got patches in his pants from the way even odd favorites run up the alley when he's backing them, and the slump goes on until he's utterly desperate. He's ready to listen to any advice when a friend tells him, no wonder you don't have any look. You don't live right. Nobody could do it any good the way you live. Why you don't even go to church? Why don't you get yourself straightened out and try to be a decent citizen and then see if things don't get a lot better for you? Now, the guy who had never exactly liked to bother heaven with his troubles, he isn't even sure whether they have horse racing up there and would have understood his difficulties. But he's reached a state where he simply had to do something. So the next day, being Sunday, he goes to church, sits attentively through the whole service, and joins in the hymn singing and says amen at the proper time and puts his book buck on the uh, collection plate. All that night he lies awake waiting for a sign that things are going to get better. Nothing happens. Next day he gets up and goes to the track. This time he doesn't buy a racing form or a scratch sheet or Jack Green's card or anything. Just gets his program and sits in the stands studying the field for the first race and waiting for a sign. None comes. So he passes up the race. He waits for the second race, concentrates on the names of the horses for that one. No inspiration. So again, he doesn't bet. Then when he's looking them over for the third, something seems to tell him to bet on a horse number four. Lord, I'll do it, he says. And he goes down and puts his last $50 he'll ever be able to borrow on number four to win. Then he gets back to his seat and waits until the hour's Horses have come into the track. Number four is a little fractious in the parade, and the guy says, Lord, please quiet him down. Don't let him get himself hurt. The horse settles down immediately and walks calmly into the starting game. Thank you, Lord, to this guy. Now, please get him off clean. He doesn't have to break on top. Just get him away without getting slammed or anything else. The gate open, number four is off well, closes up in the fifth place, saving ground to the first turn. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There he begins to move up a trifle on the rail, and for an instant it looks as though he might be in close quarters. Let him through, Lord. The guy says, please make those horses open up a little for him. The horses ahead move out just enough and let number four through safely. Thank you, Lord, says the guy. But let's not have no more trouble like that. Have the boy take him outside. Sure enough, as we go down the back stretch, the jockey steers number four outside, where he's lying fourth. They're going up to the far turn when the guy gets agitated. Don't let that boy use up the horse, he says. Please, don't let that kid get panicky. Lord, tell him to rate the horse for a while. The rider reaches down and takes a couple of wraps on the horse and keeps him running kind, just cooking on the outside around the turn. Wheeling into the stretch, number four is lying fourth. Now, Lord, he says, now we move. 
tell that guy to go to the stick. The boy takes out his bat, and as Ted Atkinson said, he really scratches the horse. Number four lays his ears back and gets to running. He's up to third. He closes the gap ahead, and now he's lapped on the second horse, and now he's at his throat latch, and now he's past him. He's moving on the leader, and everything behind him is as good and cooked. He closes ground stride by stride with the boy working on him for all his worth and the kid up front putting his horse to a drive. Please, Lord, the guy says, let him get out in front. Give me one call on top at the end anyway. Number four keeps coming at the eighth pole. He's got the leader collared. He's passed him. He's got the lead by two lengths. Thank you, Lord, the guy says. I'll take it from here. Come on, you son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh, that was good. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah, that was Red Smith. Yeah. So he was pretty good at it, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> uh, he's got some others in there, but there's, there's nothing like Palmer. Let's see what else have I got to do over here. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to look at a couple of winners of the uh, of the Red Palmer Stakes. Actually, um, how much time I got? Ten minutes. Ten minutes, yeah. Well, uh, let's see. A uh, horse named, it was originally run in 1960 as the Edgemere Handicap. It was, it was uh, the Edgemere up until Mr. Smith passed away in 1981. They named it and changed the name to the Red Smith Stakes. Horse that won the first of the inaugural running was a horse named North Pole. He was imported son of Arctic Prince. I don't know if you remember Arctic Prince or not. I remember him. He was by Prince Chevalier. He, was, he won the he won the uh, English Derby in uh, 1951, and he was imported over here by Mister Leslie Combs II. Stood over at uh, at uh, Spendthrift Farm. Sired some pretty good horses. Sired Parker, who was a champion grass horse. Uh, cool Prince and Wild Card, but also by him. He was, he was, a, he was you know, pretty good kind of horse, you know. Uh, North Pole was um, out of a mare named Ash Plant by uh, Neptunth. And Ash Plant was also the dam of Celtic Ash, uh, as remembered as winner of the 1960 um, Belmont Stakes, ran third in the Preakness. And Belmont, he beat Venetian Way. Venetian Way was... Uh, Read by John Greathouse Sr., who was a nice kind of a fella. Got to know him pretty good. Good golfer. I remember he came into the office one day after the daily racing for him and talking about been playing some golf. And he says, you know, I, says, I love to play golf with uh, guys with a fast bat swing and a fat wallet. <laughs> but anyway, he was a nice, nice guy anyway with it. North Pole, I don't know whatever happened to him, but anyway, that's uh, that's okay. And then let's see. Um, well, let me do this first. Uh, let me let me give you my last uh, commercial, and I'll take take into a winner, uh, another winner of the uh, of the uh, Red Smith. Then we're going to talk about the Thurbridge Center out here at Keeneland. Had some recent winners from out here, just Larry Demerit and. Uh, let's see, Ray Hernandez and Paula Lobo saddled a couple, Michael Ann Ewing, Tommy Short, Dane Kubiski, uh, another one for Larry Demerit. Always winners coming out of the Thoroughbred Center. It's a great place to train your horses. They've got some track, 
wonderful place, you know, the, the, the main track. It's just short of a mile, but uh, it's a wonderful track. It's a safe track. I clocked out here for 10 years, and, uh-huh. I, you know, you wouldn't see one breakdown, and maybe one, possibly two in a year. Yeah. And, you know, you know they, they carry an 800 head of horses out here, you know. Yeah. Great place to train. Yeah, and they've got those great new barns over there now. I don't know if you can get into it now. Yeah, and you both. know, when you think about it, it's not only all that good stuff, it's the location. Yeah. You're a hop and skip from the interstate to yeah. go to Churchill or to go to Turfway and all that stuff. It's The location's great. Yeah. It's, it's, and the management's great. That's Jim Pentagast. And the tracks are, track surfaces are well cared for, and the barns are nice. and is you can't can't beat it. It's uh, they even had a have a swimming pool right behind it. You can just walk a horse over if you want to swim or anything. So I would certainly, if you can get in over here, uh, the number is two nine three eighteen fifty three, and talk to Jim or the folks over here and see if they can take care of you. Wonderful place to train your horses. They got a grass gallop too, as far as that goes. All right. Well, a mare named Drumtop won it two years in a row. And Drumtop, Jackie, you remember the breeder, Susan and George Proskauer. Oh, sure. They were wonderful people, weren't they? And weren't they, though? They were just tremendous. She skied out of Nazi Germany Nazi Germany to uh, escape yeah. the horrendous business. <laughs> she had known George over there, but they lost contact with each other. She went, came to New York and was a very successful clothes designer. Yes. And George went to uh, Cleveland, and he was a very successful doctor. Yes. And somehow they found each other and got married. Yeah. And quite a romantic amazing. story, you know. Um, their I, house taught me about art in a home. They had art stuff everywhere, and uh, it was all around their house, and you were just surrounded by it. It's a yeah. whole totally different experience. For some reason, Susan took a like to me. I, Jackie, were we married or were we just dating when you and I went over there and we were no, invited we were to married. dinner? Huh? We were married. We were married. Just just, just got married and, and uh, they invited us over for dinner. We walked in and Susan came over and gave me a big old hug, you know, and Jackie was standing there next to George. And <laughs> she looked over at George and said, you want to mess around? <laughs> <laughs> they were so nice. <laughs> they really were. <clears throat> they owned Buck Pond Farm, <clears throat> which was originally owned by uh, Doug Davis. And uh, they said they had a high hope yes. steeplechase. They there. started the high hope steeplechase at Doug Davis's farm, yes. yeah. I, they may have, I guess. Yes, I, thought, I always thought that they started at the Russell Cave. He owned uh, a farm all the way down uh, to uh, Lowerdale on the uh, right. You got me. I just yeah. remember it, you know, Doug Davis. Yeah. Spendthrift had a training center down there they trained it. And then after after Doug left. But I, I may be wrong about that, but that's I don't know. Forget Yeah. I remember Doug over in riding in the hall with the, uh, the uh, Plug Horse Derby out at the Red Mile. They had one year, I think it was in 1940, 45, 46, something like that. And, uh, they had to race out to plug, at the plug horse derby. Different farmers bring horses in, and then they, they race against each other. And 
Doug was riding some in one race and came off at the three eighths pole and broke his leg. I remember <laughs> I remember that. But uh, anyway, she's a breeder of drug drum top won the uh, that race, uh, the the Red Smith handicap. Uh, 1970 and 1971, she was about round table at a zone about Nashville, uh, and uh, she was well, she was some kind of a fine race mare. Susan loved her. Uh, she won six. Well, let me see. Let me give you the summaries here first. She ran 17 times, nine wins. Uh, no, 17 wins, nine times second, three times third, 493,000 earned. She set track records, course records at Belmont, at Hialeah, at Garden State, and she she was just a tremendous race mare. Canadian International Championship. She won the Edgemere, beating Colt, um, the Columbiana. She won uh, the Hialeah Turf Cup, beating Colts, the Bowling Green, beating Colts, the Camden Handicap, uh, the Palm Beach. She was you know a top race mare, and uh, she was also a superb producer. As far as that goes, her second foal was Topsider, a northern dancer coat, who um, won the sport page handicap. And she had a stakes place filly by Najinsky, the second. And then she produced uh, War of Words by Arts and Letters. He won He won stakes. She had a horse named Bedford who placed in stakes. He was by Najinsky. He went to England and placed in stakes. <laughs> and then she had Brogan. Old in 1980 by Najinsky, and uh, he uh, he was a nice stakes winner. Also, she was also the what did he win? Uh, he went he went broken went abroad won great at group stakes in France, and then second in the Italian Derby. Uh, she was also ancestor of Storm Allied and uh, Johnny Dollar and some also. So uh, drum top was. Uh, was uh, Susan and George's favorite horse, and rightfully so. I think that's about time for me to sound off now. Uh, Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. I'm looking at the Turfway book. They got several $100,000 stakes, and then they've got parentheses, black type, in parentheses. What's that mean? I thought you had to be graded to be black type. You don't? No. 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 Okay. You have to have enough purse value. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Uh, you know, okay. some of these stakes, uh, you know, 25000 on little stakes out in New Mexico someplace. They they're won't, not black. They're not really black. Who decides? Racing Commission? Uh, not the Racing Commission, the Jockey Club. Oh, okay. I just wondered, because I just saw that and thought, ooh. Got to go. Talk to you next week, and thanks for listening. And, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, and th- happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and bring the sunny weather. Happy trails to you. Till we meet again. Let's be real. Mopping is a hassle. You have to fill the bucket. Pushing a wet, heavy mop around. Then cleaning the mop when you're done so it doesn't grow bacteria. A hassle on top of a hassle. Try Swiffer Wet Jet. 
With Swiffer WetJet, you start with a fresh pad and cleaning solution every time. And when you're done, you just toss the pad. Swiffer WetJet, the faster, easier, cleaner way to clean your floors. Welcome to Parent Teacher Night. Oh, yes, Miss Garner. If you have one of those airline credit cards, you're probably not earning double miles on every purchase. You're right. My card only gets extra miles on some types of purchases. With the Capital One Venture Card, you earn unlimited double miles everywhere. Wait, but where can we use them? You can use Capital One Venture Miles on any travel purchase. Venture gets an A+. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. This year, make your holiday dreams come true at TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and HomeGoods. The shelves are super stocked and the prices totally rock. Cashmere sweater for mom? Check. A remote-controlled car? Check. The perfect handmade chessboard for your genius BFF? Check and mate. And that's just the beginning. Stores near you are packed with amazing gifts, so you'll spend less and gift better. Endless selection, great prices all season long at your TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Home Goods. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.